Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 3rd. I'm Shamita Basu. And I'm Duarte Geraldino. This is Apple News Today. It is officially election day. It's the last day to cast your ballot, so if you haven't done it already, make sure you get out there and vote. Whether you plan to vote in person or if you're still hanging on to your mail-in ballot, fill it out and drop it off at an official Dropbox. Today's show is all about what you can expect to know and not know as early election returns come in and how Apple News is planning to track results. Many people are worried about whether this election will run smoothly and fairly. So let us start by saying, so far, the system is working. Nearly 100 million people voted early in this election, and millions more will be voting today. It's a great sign of our democracy in action. And yeah, counting the ballots will take longer than usual because so many people voted by mail. So we may not know who won the election tonight or even tomorrow morning. And that's okay. We can't say that enough. There's no constitutional mandate that the election be called tonight. Here in the Apple newsroom, we have partnered with the Associated Press for election results. The AP is widely considered the gold standard for calling elections. It's been doing this for more than 170 years with caution and precision. So here's what you can expect from us tonight. On the Apple News app, we'll have an election map. We're going to turn states red or blue when the AP makes that particular call. The AP employs roughly 4,000 freelancers across the country who are present at county election offices. They collect vote tallies as they come in and phone that information back to the AP. The AP doesn't make projections or speculate. Its standard is it'll only call a race if it can do so definitively. And that doesn't necessarily mean 100% of the votes need to be tallied for the AP to make a call. You're going to hear a lot about points tonight. You know, so-and-so candidate is winning by two percentage points, for example. That refers to the margin of victory. But the AP also takes into account the percentage of votes that still haven't been counted. And if that percentage is larger than the margin of victory, well, the AP will say it's either too early or too close to call. They also consider whether those yet-to-be-counted votes are coming from Democratic or Republican strongholds or swing districts. That'll determine whether they feel confident making a call. Now, as you see results coming in, it's important to keep in mind there's the very real possibility that the map you see tonight will dramatically change by tomorrow or even in a few days. For a long time now, pundits have been anticipating what they call the, quote, red mirage, followed by a blue shift. So here's why they're thinking about it in those terms. A majority of Republicans are expected to vote in person today, while a slight majority of Democrats said they plan to vote early, in person or by mail. So the idea here is, depending on when a state can start processing and counting votes, the map might start in one color, but slowly shift in the other direction. Yeah, and we saw something like this play out in the 2018 midterms in Orange County, California, which has historically voted Republican. Election night results showed that the GOP was holding on to their congressional seats, which is the so-called red mirage. But days later, after absentee ballots were counted, all of those seats wound up flipping to the Democrats. People were caught off guard. And a real concern here in 2020 is the president is already making baseless accusations that any changes in the election maps will be a sign of voter fraud. So it's good to keep in mind, going into the evening, we have never had official final results on Election Day. And we're fully expecting to see those maps shift in color.
Traditionally, TV networks have played an important role on election night, calling state results, but you know, there's always been a certain tension between getting it right and being first. Remember the debacle with the George W. Bush versus Al Gore election 20 years ago? CNN announces that we call Florida in the Al Gore column. ABC News projects that Al Gore wins the state of Florida. What the networks give us, the networks taketh away. We now believe that the state of Florida is too close to call. George Bush, governor of Texas, will become the 43rd president of the United States. At 18- and no one wants that to happen again. Reuters interviewed executives at five major TV networks about their plans for tonight. And all five said they're focused on accuracy, not speed. And they're also preparing audiences for the very real possibility that we won't be able to tie a bow on the election and no results by the end of the night. Of all the networks, there's a lot of focus on the role Fox News is going to play tonight. As you know, the cable network leans right. So the big question is, will it play by the same rules as the others? The L.A. Times recently profiled Arnon Mishkin. He's led Fox's election night team, also known as the Decision Desk, since 2008. Mishkin explains, The network operates completely independently from Fox's partisan hosts and pundits. He says, His team calls it straight, even if and when it's bad for Republicans. As a testament to that, the L.A. Times points to Mishkin's involvement in Fox News' polling unit, which consistently shows Trump trailing in the polls. Or you might remember this moment back in 2012 when Karl Rove disputed Mishkin's call that Ohio was going to Obama. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you should. we got to be careful about calling things when we have like 991 votes separating the two candidates and a quarter of the vote yet to count. It's also worth pointing out in 2018, while other networks were looking at early returns and calling it a disappointing night for Democrats, the Fox News decision desk projected the opposite. It told viewers Democrats would take control of the House of Representatives nearly an hour before other networks. And it was right. One factor that'll make determining a winner different this year is the huge number of Americans who voted by mail this year because of the pandemic. Eight states, including the battleground states of Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, aren't allowed to start processing their early votes until today. So they're just now opening ballots and verifying identities. Only after that's done can they start tallying the millions of mail-in ballots they've received. Another thing to keep in mind, 22 states and Washington, D.C. allow ballots received after Election Day to be counted as long as they're postmarked with today's date. Those may need to be counted before we can determine the winner of a close race. And we know from the primaries this can take time. 23 states held primary races after parts of the country started pandemic-related lockdowns. And that meant a lot more people voted by mail than in a normal year. The Washington Post analyzed how long it took those states to report results, and it found it took on average four days. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Georgia were some of the slowest states to report results during the primaries. It took Pennsylvania and Wisconsin just over six days. But Georgia, it took nearly 10 days. Which is all to say it's expected to take a lot longer to get those final results this year. And on top of all that, 21 states and the District of Columbia have automatic recounts if a margin of victory is too narrow. So if we're going to see any close races tonight, it might be hard to tell not only who won, but also whether the margin will trigger a recount. 
All that being said, the Wall Street Journal explains there's a lot we may know tonight. First, a lot of states already started processing ballots. Florida, for example, started counting ballots 22 days ago. And Florida state law requires county election supervisors report all early votes and tabulate mail-in ballots within 30 minutes of the polls closing. That's huge. So at a minimum tonight, we should know the early returns in Florida. And if the margin of victory is big enough, networks and the AP could call that state. Now, since it's a must-win state for President Trump, Florida's results alone could be a strong indicator of which way the election is likely to go. But barring something major, like Florida going for Biden, we should prepare to have no clear winner tonight. According to the polling analysis site 538, unless one of the candidates has a really strong night, it's not likely that either of them will hit 270 electoral votes needed based on tonight's results alone. Okay, last thoughts before we part ways for now. First, election night vote reports are unofficial. States don't finish counting ballots on election day. That's never been the case. And especially in states where the race is close, it could take days to verify the final count. Another thing to keep in mind, we're so used to hearing TV networks describing the percentage of precincts reporting. But this year, because so many votes are being cast by mail, not necessarily on election day, that might not be as informative as it's been in the past. Instead, you should look for the percentage of expected turnout. And to that point, beware of any results that suggest one candidate might be in the lead based on in-person vote results alone. And remember, while we're all focused on who wins the White House, there are lots of important Senate, House, and local races, not to mention ballot measures, that you should be paying attention to. You can find election-related stories and updates in the Apple News app. Our team at Apple News will be up all night watching the returns come in, so be sure to check in throughout the night for the most up-to-date information. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.